Good morning, Moonlight Citizens. This is your man on the moon here, coming to you uh, from his little place on the moon, you know, dark side of the moon, to tell you that this here episode is episode six of the Moonlight Kingdom podcast. And on this episode, I'm joined by my good friend, a special guest who has yet to get a name, who has yet to give his name, but hell, he will give some pretty great insight into things. So, sit back, relax, and get ready to blast off in three, two, one. And essentially, you just like, fuck off. Yeah. So, how strong is this Hulk? <laughs> this Hulk would dust Thanos. I, I straight up, like, this dude would dust him. Dude, fucking regular Hulk should be able to dust Thanos. I mean, there's, there's, uh, what's this? In Marvel Zombies... He like just walks up to him and he splats his fucking head. Like just yeah. Hulk claps his fucking head and calls it a day. Like like that's it's for you to be like, oh yeah, this Hulk would dust Thanos. That's that's why I just kinda dude regular Hulk should be able to dust Thanos if he's smart about it. True, true, but the Hulk isn't smart. It's it's you know it's the banner part mm. that gives it the smarts. <laughs> I mean, Hulk isn't dumb. Like, he's not. He's not dumb. He's like, in like the initial stage. Like, okay, base Hulk, just regular Hulk transformation. He has like childlike level of intelligence. Like, um, let's say a grade five. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say he's got like a grade five level. He ain't dumb. He's just you know not de- as developed as Banner. But mm-hmm. you know there are some comics where. The Hulk can like have conversations with people and form sentences and shit. He's not talking in single syllables and all that. So as time has gone on, he has gotten smarter. He's not banner level smart, but he is like smarter than a fifth grader. Let me say that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. I gotta ask though, man. What's your favorite Hulk? What do you mean? What's my? Favorite? I don't. I'm not. I'm not a Hulk fanatic. I'm just like, oh, he big, he smash, and no, that's, mean, that's that. Yeah, but you're not. You're not a fanatic, but you do know that like the different Hulks is like, oh, there's uh, there's World Breaker, there's there's uh, you know, there's Hulk on Sakar, there's World War Hulk. Like, what's you know, there's she, there's Red Hulk, there's you know, Gray Hulk, and all that. Like, what's of those ones, you know, Professor Hulk, Savage Hulk, all that shit. You know about all that, don't you? The, the new one. The new one is probably my favorite. Okay. So you prefer the Titan Hulk? Because he's fucking crazy. He has, like, he doesn't seem to have, like, the, um, he's completely unhinged. They're all unhinged. It's the Hulk. Yeah, but, but imagine the Hulk is hulking out like you've reached the pinnacle of I am unhinged and the un- and the multiverse because he has that ship right that multiverse ship the multiverse is gonna fucking burn like that is crazy like World Breaker Hulk is like cool earth is shaking this is like the entire fucking multiverse is gonna know about me like that True, but that's largely because he travels from place to place. It's not like his impact is so devastating it's shaking the whole universe or something. He, you know, 
it was shaking the, the, the couple of celestial beings were like hmm we should probably do something about this because when they get involved then you know it's like okay okay this is something serious like for the sentry fight they don't give a fuck nobody intervened they're like oh oh okay he's hulking out alright sentry can deal with that but this one is like oh shit guys um we gotta solve this we gotta we gotta deal with this like like soon it's like <laughs> it's kind of like um that episode of Dragon Ball Super where like was this Beerus was looking to take on like Goku and then Goku goes Super Saiyan God and he's like huh like I should no 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 he he heard of Goku like Beerus heard of Goku and then he was like I should look into that like this powerful guy who's taken on like Margin Boo and Cell and whatever like let me look into that cuz you know if Goku wasn't able to transform into his Super Saiyan God form let's be honest Beerus wouldn't have given a fuck wouldn't have given a fuck like yeah oh well there's a saying that's his thing leave him be but like because he can go Super Saiyan God and then exceed that like he has he has godlike power so it's like okay this should be an interesting fight I'm gonna go toe to toe with someone who has powers that could potentially match my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the person that's gonna do it is is probably Vegeta, because he has the 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 deposition of somebody who wants to be, you know, like a god of destruction. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's ah. Gotta be honest with you, man. Even the dude himself brought this up, but like he's kind of cooled as the years have gone on, man. Like, remember back in the day, dude was all about like saying pride and becoming the, the the greatest warrior of all time, becoming stronger than Kakarot. He's still about that life, but like not to the same degree. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, he sort of cooled off because he realized like that's not it. That's not all there is. Yeah for him which which got kind of pissed me off because they like backpedaled you remember like the the margin boo saga where he sided with margin boo and he had that m on his forehead and they were like why and he's like because man like i could see i was just you know i was starting to think this is a nice place to live i had a family i had a son and i'm like i'm not who i used to be man i want to be that guy again i'm like I hated that. It didn't make sense. I'm like, dude, you just laid out that you were happy and you were living a chilled life and you're like, I want to go back to the dude I was before. doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like that's the margin part that's talking. Yeah. Damn. But like, but at the same time, they kind of fucked themselves with that because they explained, oh yeah, the thing... It searches out like uh, even even the tiniest bit of evil in your heart, and it like it like amps it up. So I'm like, okay. So the fact that he was able to be affected, you're telling me he still harbors that bit of evil in him after all this. No, it's not you harboring. It's not harboring. It's like imagine like he arrived right and was a good like eighty percent, and then the more and more he got exposed, it like goes down, but it goes down to a percentage that's not very effective. Like it's still in there. 
Yeah. But like that margin thing, like group it and then just expand upon it. Yeah. But goddamn, man, that's man. That, it it doesn't work for everybody because let's face it, man. That King DeBoro was kind of like he looked like he was gonna be something, but he, in the end, he was just a guy. Just a guy, man. <laughs> yeah, just a guy with a sword. Fucking trunks could take him. And he too was just a guy with a sword, but. You know. <laughs> just another guy with a sword. Yeah. Also, dude, I, I think I've brought this up before. Like, I watched Super and they went back to the. And, like, Trunks from the Future came back to tell them about, you know, Goku Black. I'm just like, dude, all this time. You had all this time since the last time we saw you, and you are still Super Saiyan 2? Jesus, man. What have you been doing? I mean, to be, to be, to be fair, right, in Trunks' thing, the whole world's kind of fucked. Let's be real. Dude, they was kids. Because the fucking dads were around. Yeah, the dads were around. They were little kids. Yeah. So, what's your point? That's embarrassing, man. They had like it's access to resources and it's access to training. Also, they were kind of flimsy with that Super Saiyan three shit. It was like the one transformation. I'm like, mm, I don't like that. Like, can we just move on from that? Yeah. I liked it. It was. I mean, it was. It looked cool. Wait, why does he have so? Much? Why does he have so much hair? <laughs> the dude's got like way more hair in Super Saiyan Four than he does in Three, dude. He's got like hair all over his arms. He's got a tail. But like Super Saiyan Four is not canon. <laughs> ah, That's, finally you admit it. It's, it's not, what do you mean, Edward? It's not fucking Ganon. It's never been Ganon. They uh, made some shit up that did not come from the man himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your big thing. Why does he have eyeshadow? That's your big gripe with that? Why does he have eyeshadow? The, 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 problem, the problem I have with it is that he tries to go back to base form. The base form is just, it's like, it's got that element for like the tail's bit. I'm like, dude, there's a reason we moved on from that shit. It just wasn't fucking vibing, my guy. Yeah. I... Like, I don't like it because, like, man, like, three in my mind looks cool. Like, he he was jacked. His eyebrows were all, like, you know, they had no hair on them, but they were, like, you know, big. They were, it was just he had that hair. He looked, like, crazy powerful and shit and it's just the natural evolution from two to three and then when you look at three to four it's just like how the hell did we go from this to this what where did we go why is this why are his arms all furry why why is his hair like that like i mean why why, why does he have a tail now why does it disappear when he like what does uh Jesus, dude. He looks like he's wearing like a like a disco shirt, like a red disco shirt with like like the open chest and you know just 
Remember season one of Luke Cage? Yeah. There's a scene where he busts out of jail and um, he like needs some clothes. So he grabs like the nearest thing he can on this like line of laundry. And he like mm-hmm. sees himself in the mirror. And it's like just like it was in the comics. He's got like the yellow shirt yeah. with the bright blue jeans. Yeah. And he's like, I look like a damn fool. Like, because just... <laughs> he did. He really did. Oh shit, man! Like I remember when when he was like described when um his his friend like when they were after it had died down, you know, he cut his hair, he like trimmed his beard, or whatever, and his pal was talking to him about it. Like, so uh, that outfit you had on, he was like, "Man, I look like a runaway slave." Like, just <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Cause okay. I'm going to be real. It was the 70s, okay? Like, that shit was okay back then. It it makes sense to write a character to wear them kind of clothes. Because people were wearing that back then. No! (laughs) Hell nah. Hell nah, dude. Now it just doesn't work. Like, I'm sorry, dude. No. Like, (laughs) Disco is dead, pal. Thing is, there's... Dude, a lot of shit has gone down. Um, did you? Uh, I don't. Have you seen the movie Punisher Warzone? The movie. Yeah, it's got <laughs> Ray Stevenson in it. I have not. Um, I bring it up because um, I found out like early this morning. I was like, literally, like as I was about to go to sleep, you know, just scrolling through social media, I found out uh, Ray Stevenson passed away. I was like, holy, f- like what? I was like, oh damn, like, cause he was in like The Punisher, Three Musketeers, Transporter. It was like he did all this stuff. He was in Thor. He was one of Thor's buddies, the the big guy with the beard. And cause I'm just thinking like, damn man, he he was in all these fucking movies. He played all these characters. He did them really well, and like now he's passed away at like 58. I'm just thinking, 58. Oh, like that's yeah, dude. Even I was thinking something like, wait, 58? That doesn't seem right, man. Like, seems a little young. Like, dude, 58. Way too young. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like just, cause normally if you heard like someone passed away at like the age of like 86 or whatever, it's like. Yeah, he lived a life, whatever. 70s, okay, yeah, 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 you know, it's sad, but, like, you can see, like, yeah, he still had a lot of life, you know, he lived a lot of life, but, like, when you die in your 50s, it's like, okay, no, you've gone too soon. 50s and lower, it's like, hmm, nah. Yeah, like, this isn't right, you had, like, a lot more years left in you, dude, like, but yeah, man, just um, the thing. Orig- uh, apparently, originally, they um, originally when he agreed to be in the MCU, like he said that he, he oh he actually expressed interest in playing uh, Emil Blonsky in the Incredible Hulk movie, and Marvel were like, oh shit, we already got a guy, but you know how about you be 
you know, one of Thor's buddies in this Thor movie we got. You know, like, you could be him instead. And he was like, okay, sure. Granted, I mean, looking... Tim Roth, I, I'll, I will say this about Tim Roth. He plays the part well, but just... <laughs> Dude, he's shorter than Edward Norton. Just... That shouldn't be the case. I mean, he's... Also, he's not big. The thing is... Emil Blonsky in the comics is a military guy, right? He's this military man. He's had decades of experience, and you'd expect him to be like, and like, oh, and Bruce Banner is just he's just a scientist. He's just this meek scientist. If they got face to face, like Blonsky would dust Bruce Banner, and he would be more like physically imposing. But then you get Tim Roth, like regular old Tim Roth, and his CGI abs. Stepping to like Edward Norton and his actual abs from back then, like I mean, <laughs> oh dude. Plus, like the fact that we when you get to a point in production, it's like we have to CGI abs onto this guy. Maybe you know, maybe he might not be the dude for the part if we have to CGI abs onto his part. <laughs> I'm just like, saying. Guys, guys, this is not working out. Please. Yeah, like, and Ray Stevenson, if you've seen Ray Stevenson, he's a big dude. Holy crap. It's like, when you see him in, in Punisher Warzone, uh, it's like, the dude is the spitting image of Frank Castle from the comics. I, I shit you not. It's based on this Punisher comic, also called Warzone. Dude, look at the two images side by side. It's like the same fucking guy. Slick back hair and everything. Like, damn, they really found the perfect guy for the job. Damn. I just, you know, I hate that he's so good in that role because, dude, this sounds weird. I hate that an actor did a good job in a role, but, like, I really do. I hate it because the movie didn't make that kind of money. We're never going to see him play the character again. Even before he passed away, it's like you knew he was never going to play this character again because Marvel is PG. This movie is R-rated. It's just... Goddamn, man. I hate that he's so good. You know, like, just... Yeah. Same thing with David Harbour as Hellboy. I hate that he's a great character trapped in a bad movie because as great as he is, we're never going to see it again. More often than not, they're either going to do another reboot... Or they're going to do Hellboy 3 with Ron Perlman. I mean, he's old, but like, I think he can still go. <laughs> like, you know, like, put some makeup on him. Give him some CGI abs, you know. I mean, <laughs> we've come a long way with CGI technology, man. We can convincingly put abs on someone now. I wonder. I wonder if WWE will consider like uh, CGIing Vince McMahon to make him look like twenty years younger. You saw his face. <laughs> right? shit. You saw his face. What though, the right? fuck is bro doing with his life? This is even. We can't even be like he's having a midlife crisis. The man is like eighty years old. This ain't a midlife crisis. <laughs> you way past the Ooh. middle point of your. You're too old to be having a midlife crisis, man. Like, like he's dyed his hair. He's grown a mustache. 
He's he's had work done on his face. I'm like, dude, we know you're an old guy. You're not fooling anyone. Just you found a new bitch. That's why. Yeah, that's legit. That's you legit. Found a new bitch. He was like, damn. You got like, listen. Yeah. I'm 80 years old, but I can still give this pipe. Yeah. Got himself some new hotness, and just like you know, I can't have because like she's so young. And he was to stand next yeah. to her, he would look really fucking old. So like, yeah. yeah. But damn, He's like, dude. yeah, baby, I want that blue chew. I got that hair back. <laughs> like, damn. Oh, man. blue chew. I know blue chew. I know blue chew. I would hear the ads on like, um, like Fat Man Beyond, and it's like this episode brought to you by the good people of Blue Chew. Like, just either them or what's that 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 one with the the nose hair trimmer and like. The ear trimmer or whatever. You think? Uh, well, I know the Tish Henley is like the t-shirt one. Like, like, dude, I, like some kind of like you can shave. It's like you can shave your pubic. Like summer is fast approaching, and it's like people putting on speedos. Manscaped. Like, yes. Manscaped. Manscaped. That's it. Those two fucking thing. It was like this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Like just like that's when you know you've made it as a YouTuber when a freaking. Manscape is like, yo, could you advertise our stuff? Like, that's when I know. Like, if that ever happens to me, I'll know for sure. Like, I've made it now. Like, I can. <laughs> I'm officially a YouTuber. Like, Manscape calling me. Manscape calling you. Right? Oh shit. Yeah, listen, I got this. Uh, I got this deal for you. But to be honest, they pay really well, dude. And yeah. They're paying, paying you in dollars. Mm. Yeah. So I yeah. take it. Out. I'm like, yo, can you like send me a couple razors too, man? Like, you know, I got, you know, I got some hair, like just <laughs> some extra hair I would like to get rid of. Shit. Uh, and then Bluetooth comes calling. It's like, nah, I'm good. I'm good, man. And I don't need free samples, dog. I'm, I can still keep it up. Maybe in like another forty or fifty years, I'll call you up. <laughs> oh shit. Oof, damn, good old Blue Chew, but shit, man. I feel like they've taken, the. I feel like they've really overtaken Viagra. Like, who buys Viagra anymore? Except, except Viagra over, is, yeah. Viagra is, like, it's not good. Because I was hearing, like, there's some guys in, like, you know, the adult industry. Like, they have to go to a doctor. Actually, they have to go to a hospital, and they have to drain the water out of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, just yeah, to get they it do that. Like if um, they even say on the box and in the adverts, they say like if erections last longer than four hours, consult like a medical physician. Like, because yeah. that's not supposed to last. It's supposed to go down after a few yeah. hours, man. Like if four hours goes by and you're still hard. You need to go to the hospital and get that shit out of you, cause <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happens. Nobody ever sticks, just sits around and waits to see what happens. But like, you know, I'm sure something would happen if you carried on with like a, a six-hour boner. You, yeah, the the your blood vessels in over there will start popping, and eventually it'll it'll go down. But mm. uh, at that point, you'll never get another erection in your life. Yep. Yeah. Um, as a guy, I uh, 
what does Eddie Griffin say? It's like, I can either chop off your leg or chop off your dick. I'm like, man, I can still hobble for some pussy, but uh, <laughs> chop off my dick, you might as well kill me now. <laughs> yeah, dude, because think about it. I mean, even if you don't have sex a lot, you're going to, you, you're going to want to keep your dick. I mean, like, it's, it's your dick. You've had it since you were born. Like, if you lose a leg, you can have a life after that. You can still get a prosthetic or, you know, walk on crutches or whatever. But if you lose your dick, that's it. What you going to do? Like, what you going to do? Yeah. You going to use the ladies' room now? Is that what's going on? Like, He's gonna rape me with 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 what? what? With what? <laughs> with what? Do you want to see? Jesus, dude. He's so scary. He's gonna like, bitch. I got nothing. I, I literally I have less than nothing. It's gone. It's all gone. Dude, is that guy? There was um. Reminds me of this, uh, season two of The Boys. I think it was. I don't know if it was season one or season two, but there was this like group uh, group meeting that Billy and Huey went to, and it was like, uh, I think they were like people who've had relationships with soups, and the one guy is talking about how he, he, he got into, he had, he had sex with this one uh, I, chick called Ice Princess, and it's sitting there, and like as they're doing it, like um, he sees her eyes open, and for like a second, like her whole body went to ice while he was still in there, and her body was like below freezing temperature, and he was like, and everyone in the room just went like, ooh, because like they they knew what, know what happened to him. They know what happened. <laughs> I love that afterwards, like when like Billy the Butcher whispers something to Huey, and the chick leading the group like says like, hey, like you got something to say, man? And Billy Butcher was like, oh no, please continue the escapades, just. <laughs> Like, oh, dude. Like, you feel sorry for the guy, but at the same... I mean, dude, you can see, like, bro, that was not that was uncalled for, man. That was cold. I mean, but, like... That is bleep. Yeah, That's his whole personality. Like, yeah, at the same time, because deep down you're like, bro, that was uncalled for, but I gotta respect how savage that was. Jesus, man. Oh, dude, that's cold. That's... There's this dude, um, he said this line, um, there was this, this, like, this trans activist who said, um, in order for people to see trans people as normal, then straight people need to have sex with trans people. And someone commented, like, dude, you have a higher chance of having a period than getting, having sex with me, dude. Just, I read that and I was like, oh my God. That is so transphobic, That's, but at the same time, it's fucking so hilarious. fucking true. Dude. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, like, what's this? I admonish you for being transphobic, but I gotta give praise, dude. That was savage, man. <laughs> shit, dude. Holy fuck. Like, how could you sit, like, you just say some shit like that? I'm like, I'll laugh. I'll laugh at the line, not at the intent behind it, like you were trying to like hurt someone's feelings, but like, damn, dude, that was that was that was good. I would never say that, but I'll acknowledge that was good. <laughs> that was oof, that was rough. That was rough. <laughs> ah, damn, dude. Oh, 
What the hell? There was one time, um, uh, hey, did you hear that doing a Harry Potter TV show? Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. I didn't even fucking finish the original, so. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean you haven't I never finished, finished the original? I made it to Half-Blood Prince and then I was like, ah, whatever. So you last image is fucking Dumbledore dying and Snape being like, yeah. No, 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 here's the best part. I didn't even make it there. What? So, did I tell you the story? So, I, I went to go, uh, <laughs> I went to go watch it, and there was some big-ass dude in front of me, and I went to Pavilion, which is notoriously dog shit because their seats are terrible. And so I basically had to, like, strain my neck the entire time to watch the movie, and that made me tired, so I eventually just fell asleep. I didn't even finish the movie. Mm. And then never bothered to watch the rest of it. You're telling me all these times that these movies be rerun on like SABC3 and Mnet? Do and I, do I, my guy, I don't even have SABC3 or Mnet. That is some, that is some serious broke boy vibes, man. Like just, I don't Maybe even have, Netflix. I don't even have SABC3. What the? <laughs> wow, dude. You know I mean? Wow, man. So sad. We ought to start a relief foundation for you, man. Like, just, you yeah, know. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, relief for not watching, what, what was it, Anaconda? Like, again. Oh, oh damn. Hey, man, Anaconda's a good movie. Well, the first one is. The first one's a good movie. The rest are debatable. I mean, how are you going to hate on a movie with Ice Cube, Jennifer Lopez, and Owen Wilson getting hunted by a giant snake? Like... Okay, fair enough. Yeah. The thing is, I noticed this thing. It happens in just about every Ice Cube movie. At some point in the movie, they'll either play an Ice Cube song or they'll reference an Ice Cube song. In, in Ride Along, he, he's like sitting there and he goes, all I've got to say is today was a good day. Referencing his song, today was a good day. And then in, in Anaconda, he's sitting there like cutting up an apple, uh, like listening to music on the radio. And the song on the radio is his freaking song. It's like one of his freaking songs. Like just like, it's like, bruh, we know who you I mean, are. Him, like, I mean, it gives him like a lot better license to do that, that shit. I mean, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I get it. The dude is right there. Why wouldn't you use his music? But like, come on, it's on the nose. It's like, this is this character is not Ice Cube. So who is this then? Like, who's that on the radio? <laughs> does Ice Cube exist in this universe? He clearly does. Like, so you're saying that the guy we're looking at isn't Ice Cube? He's just a guy who looks a lot like Ice Cube. Is that it? Like, it's like you know, it's like you go up to somebody. It's one of those moments. So, it's like in the MCU where Star Wars exists. That means that Mace Windu exists, yet at no point does anybody go, did anyone notice Nick Fury kind of looks like that Samuel Jackson fella? Or he kind of looks like Mace Windu from Star Wars. No one does that. Like, No, nobody does that. 
Come on, dude. Because that requires two. That's like a logic bomb. And I kind of fucking despise logic bombs because it just, it ruins whatever medium you're looking at. Like, I'm uh, just like, carry on. I, I know they're connected. Let's just, let's just move on. There's better things we can discuss in this universe. Yeah. Just the idea, like, wait, Star Wars exists. So this character, and this character exists, it's like, when you look at it like, well, if this exists in this universe, then how does this work or whatever? It would be like asking, okay, Star Wars exists in the MCU and Poe Dameron exists. Why does no one tell Steven that, you know, you kind of look like that guy who plays Poe Dameron in Star Wars. Like, just, yeah, they wouldn't. Like, because, okay, honestly, they wouldn't even talk to him. He's kind of a loser. But still, aside from that, you know. There's no point in mentioning it, but yeah. Ah, but dude, though, man, here's another thing. Another thing that doesn't make logical sense. Um, you've seen the Uncharted movie with Tom Holland yeah. in them. So, at the beginning of the movie, when it's like panning across the room, there's a Naughty Dog sticker on, like one of the like the character's suitcase, leads people to ask the question: Wait, 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 wait. This is an Uncharted movie. And there's a Naughty Dog sticker on the thing. Does that mean Naughty Dog exists within the world of Uncharted? Like, see, this is this is the kind of uh, kind of thinking that made makes new Rockstar so fucking boring to me. Mm. Because he asks like really obvious questions, but when you think about it, it's just dumb. It doesn't help you with like moving forward with the story it's like oh so the naughty dog it's obviously just a reference guys it's just a sticker you do not have to over i know you guys like overthinking over there in marvel right but we do not have to overthink over here like that's just like uh yeah it's because i remember you and molly used to to tell me about him and then i watched this shit and like this guy has nothing else to do with this life does he that's pretty depressing man like how you gonna throw dude that's some serious shade man like what the hell i mean yeah, that is shade i am giving him shade because when he like analyzes certain things like sure he'll get a couple references but then he'll go so deep into shit with just like why you uh sounds like a waste of time sounds like a like a real waste of time my guy I get that there are those moments where you're like, um, dude, I'm pretty sure that's just an Easter egg. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah, there are those moments, but it's not so many that you're like, okay, man, stop. This is this is getting ridiculous. Like, it's never that much, you know? I, I, that's the part that kind of put me off about him. I'm just like, nah. Yeah. An Easter egg, if done well, is something that works in, in the context of the film. But like a die, only a diehard fan would see it, you know. Like would get yeah. it, you know. Like, for instance, um, this isn't a film; it's a video game. In Dead Rising, which is a Capcom game, there's a store called Jill's Sandwiches, and it's a reference to this line in Resident Evil where like Jill almost got crushed, but she was saved last minute, and the guy was like, "Like, wow, you were almost a Jill sandwich." Thing is, that's like okay, sure. If you weren't a fan of Cap, it's which because Resident Evil is a Capcom property. It's like, oh, okay, I see you're making a reference there. You'd have to be like a diehard fan to know that, but to the casual viewer, yeah. it's just a sandwich store or whatever. Yeah, a bad see. thing of that would be 
in the Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City movie where like the character of Jill Valentine's sitting in a diner and she like snatches a sandwich and the guy's like, hey, and she's like, haha, Jill sandwich, munches it down. It's like, really? Like, I didn't even, like, oh, I see, you're trying to reference the Jill sandwich line, but except that doesn't make sense here. Like, just, except you're doing it in a really corny way. Yeah, just, it's the line for the sake of saying the line. Like, we need to find a way to force this line into the script as opposed to, you know, just have it in the background or something. Yeah. But uh, you were saying, like you were going to say, Like, um, I mentioned, like, good Easter eggs, Jill Sandwich and referencing one thing, whatever, and you were like, uh, I don't know. But anyway, uh, like, it'll come to you, man, don't worry. There's... Oh, yeah. it was the Mecca's Cube. It was the Mecca's Cube, and this part really annoyed me, right? You know, Bob Zemeckis is, like, one of the guys who did Back to the Future, right? Yes. I do know so, that. So... I was watching Ready Ready Player One like years ago with this friend of mine who is like, quote unquote, very hardcore when it comes to like gaming and like movies and stuff. So, so I was like, um, <laughs> there's a move, there's a there's a there's a portion in Ready Player One where the guy like solves this Rubik's cube and he's like, and he throws it up and he's like, this is a Mecca's cube, and I'm like. And the dude says nothing. And then I look at him. He's like, do you know what that is? He's like, no, I have no idea. It's like, do you not know who Bob Zemeckis is? And in the previous scene, they were driving a DeLorean. He's like, oh, look, it, it's the DeLorean from Back to the Future. I'm like, do you, you know not the see, DeLorean, like, the but you don't know Easter Robert Zemeckis? Like a minute later. Mm. Yeah. That's, thing is, the DeLorean is an easily identifiable thing. But, like, you know, to say, like, oh, this Mecha's Cube, you know, freeze time or whatever, that it's not... <clears throat> Even people who haven't seen Back to the Future can tell you what the DeLorean is. They know the significance of that car. Even people who aren't fans of James Bond know his car. They'd recognize, like, oh, that's the Aston Martin. I think yeah. I love that whole that whole battle sequence in Ready Player One. Like just I love that shit. That is an awesome movie. I enjoyed that whole sequence where they're like driving the DeLorean and he pulls out the, the rocket launcher from Halo and then uh, the machine gun from Halo and then like pulls out the, the chainsaw machine gun from Gears of War. Like, dude, I fucking love that shit. I like Ah, goddamn, that's the thing. Like, that's the thing. Oh, oh, shit. I'm very much... Dude, I'm easy to please. I'm... I'm a... There's the thing. And he's using it, and it makes sense for him to use it. I'm... I'm happy, you know? Like, I jumped for joy when freaking Namor said Imperious Rex in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I'm like, yes! Okay, that, was, that the was thing. really cool. I'm not gonna lie, when I watched that, was, that was like, oh, shit. Exactly, dude. Like, exactly. Because in that moment, it fit. It made sense for him to say that. And he said it in, like, this boss mm. way. I'm like, yes! He said it! Fucking finally. Yeah, man. Like, damn. He fucking said it. 
Oh, dude, I'm I'm a very much uh, he said the thing guy. But I'm like, I need you to provide a solid reason for the thing to happen. You can't just yeah. have a guy roll up in a DeLorean and then roll out. Like, it's like, oh, okay, there's the DeLorean, whatever. Like, just, but if you have him drive the DeLorean as a way of winning this crazy street race and show that it can hover and, you know, the doors slide and he can use it to, like, collect coins in a sick way, it's like, oh, okay. It's more than just a car. It's you've used this car specifically because it's this car, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. There totally. Is... I mean, I mean, then it makes sense. There's yeah. There's an application to it, but if you just fucking like the the part about Ready Player One about that fight scene that really got to me is that this is a gamer's movie. I'm like, what I know gamers for is grinding disgusting amount of hours to do something. Like, that's gamers. And you're to annoyed. me, that's like what gamers do. You're annoyed and that Wade then, got then everything. Then they're like, let's yeah. give you like the grade, one equa- the grade one equation of everything you know about these games. Let's just give it to you right there. And then, and like, and then I look at it, I'm like, you're not pleasing me with this. <laughs> I'm, 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 a, I'm a bit more like in terms of that sense. I'm like, uh, I'm not the guy like he said the thing. You like when Namor said it was fucking cool because there's context to it. But if you just like, and then he whoops out this thing from the franchise that you know, and then he whoops out the other gun from the franchise you know, and then he's driving the DeLorean, the franchise you know, and you're just like, can I get something? That's a little bit more niche where I'm going, huh, what is that? And then I go and I look and it turns out it's like some rare item from a video game. And it's like, okay, that makes some fucking sense. That's pretty dope. But like, I'm, I'm not the guy that's like easy to police. <laughs> like, do you know how many lines in Scott Pilgrim? Was straight up taken from like StarCraft. There were there were references to Quake, the video game. There were references to fucking Warcraft Three, which is like such an old school, like um like a tactical RPG. Like like that's the shit that I was like, wow. I know, dude. This is. I watch the movie like once a year. It's. it's yeah. Yeah, I know. There's like bunch like, of lines in there. Like, there's even bits of dialogue that sound like ordinary dialogue. But they ain't. They're references to other yeah, shit. Exactly why I like it. Because they, it's not it's not like I'm gonna slap you in the face with this line and you better and you and you better know what the what the what the DeLorean is. I'm like it was so hidden that I actually had to go looking for some of them. And I found that to be cool. Yeah. It's um to say Scott Pilgrim Scott Pilgrim is technically a comic book movie but yeah, the yeah, way in which it's made it's not made like a comic book it's made like a video game because which is what makes it so fucking cool yeah and it takes you three mediums and smashes it together and says here you go yeah because the hero has you know like he he's got villains he needs to defeat he has a boss fight and you know there's progression you know, he does get more effective at dispatching the bosses as the game goes on. He has weapons and, like, 
upgrades and so on. So, yeah. Not upgrades, but, like... Oh, yeah. It's more like a side-scroller beat-em-up, basically. Yeah. Yeah. The, when the fights happen. So, yeah. It works that level. Yeah. And in some side-scrollers... Okay. You, yeah. You can tag out and bring in a new partner or... You can switch characters, like, in the moment when that chick came out out of the woodwork and tried to fight Scott. Oh, the, 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 yeah, the lesbian chick. Yeah. That was so funny. That ending was weird. It's like, touch her on the back of the leg and, like... like <laughs> it turns on. What How the... do you know this? I went, through, I went through a phase of just like, what? <laughs> when I first saw that, I was like, wait, what? Because honestly, I'd seen the movie, like the first time I saw the movie was like a long time ago. I, I didn't gleam that Ramona and this chick were a thing. I thought like she was mad, like you, I don't know, you stole my best friend from me or some shit. But then it was like, when she said the line, like I, I went through a bit of a phase. I was like, wait, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, because in the in the moment when she said it, it was like, "Oh, that's what that means." Oh, okay, that's what that means. Now it makes sense now, like why she's so pissed. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like, oh, I gotta be honest, man. I didn't, I didn't really like the final battle. I preferred that battle of the bands one, where there were like the two bands on either side, and the one side they were just like the twin DJs and they made this dragon and the other side it was Scott and his band and they made this whatever the heck that was and they were fighting in the crowd I liked that one it wasn't so much a physical like fist fight as it was like who can rock out harder like who's who can make better sound I liked that fight and the main fight just is kind of a letdown on the basis of he dies and comes back. Like, oh, I've played this level before. I know what to do now. Like, yeah, it's realistic in a video game. You do do that in a video game. You die and you're like, okay, now I know what's coming. And, you know, okay, sure. You beat the bad guy because now you know what's coming. Not only do you know what's coming, you know what dialogue options not to choose. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly what to do. Like, Scott chose the power of self-respect I was like, alright. Yeah. Nice. Dude, like, that's happened so many times in a video game where you go through, you play through, you pick this dialogue option, doesn't work out, you reload the last save, and you say something else. (laughs) You're like, I'm gonna get it right this time. Yeah. Those, in the end, those really just become process of elimination if the answer isn't obvious, you know? Ugh. But then if you play like that, you're just, like, spamming save points. Like, ugh. Are you really... I mean, are you really enjoying yourself now? If you're just playing to get the best outcome instead of just, you know, playing through however you want to play. It's not really a lot of fun. I mean, sometimes it is. Like, I find it... I mean... Certain games I find find fun. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you play a game how you want to play it and you get the best outcome doing that that's cool but if 
you have to go against what you would normally do to get that outcome and pick specific dialogue choices then it's like uh, i can i, I want to say this but i can tell the game really wants me to say this so it's like let me pick this thing and think because um a game i really enjoyed which was made by obsidian they did fallout new vegas alpha protocol amazing game dude but like uh, it was the outer worlds i love that game it was so much fun oh outer worlds yeah it's a really fucking cool game dude i i didn't know i'm like i immediately when i started that game i'm like the first thing i'm gonna do i'm like i'm gonna give the guy crazy intelligence i'm gonna make him able to like talk his way out of anything because like sure i do like to get in there running and gunning but i don't want to do that every encounter that i have i do want to be able to just talk my way out of some of this shit because you know i played alpha protocol and i saw like in a lot of those like dialogue options there would be dialogue choices you couldn't choose because like oh you hadn't built up your conversations enough and this was by that studio so i'm like okay i'm gonna max out his conversation skills so that i have the option to say whatever you know like and it worked it was effective and i found out there's a, a bad ending you can trigger if you purposely make your character stupid like if oh, fuck. if intelligence is low right and there are like dumb dialogue options that will that aren't there any other time you have your intelligence has to be like low you have to put like no effort into upping that and there will be these dumb dialogue options that present themselves and you'll just be like speaking in single syllables and saying um and like uh i don't know like a lot and just there's this moment where you have to like dude i kid you not man it's fucking hilarious but like see it on youtube but there's this final moment like halfway through the game where you're like all right you're piloting the spaceship with what's left of humanity stashed inside thousands of pods of humans waiting to be reawakened and you need to like steer the ship to like the nearest you know inhabited planet you need to calculate coordinates and shit if you're really smart you'll you know, you'll calculate it, no problem. If you're okay level of smart, you'll get the ship's AI to do it. And if you're, like, really dumb, you'll wing it. And, like, you'll just wing it, pilot it yourself, and you'll end up, like, using faster than light speed travel to drive right into the friggin' sun. Just, like, oh. And then it's, like, game over. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Credits roll and everything. No reload, last save, just... That's it. The end. Credits roll. <laughs> what the fuck? What the hell, man? It's like they knew. It's like they knew that people don't value this shit. So we're gonna, like, you know, put in a band ending there and fuck them. Like, oh well. That's what you yeah, get. Yeah, fuck them. That's what you get for being a dumbass. Dude. Uh. But yeah, man, dude. Like, that game was... Like, I'm not usually for games would give you like companions and have to go on quests and shit but that was a pretty solid game that did that man it was it was a lot like mass effect in the sense that you picked what companion would go with you on that particular mission and like depending on who you pick they each have their own strengths and you know abilities like you know the rope the those the robot the alien and like the, the regular chick and 
like there's a mechanic or medic and one guy's a sharpshooter or something and you had to like you had to pick wisely i always made sure that regardless of what loadout i was picking that the robot went with me because like you know sure the other guys could shoot but like they could get shot also and their health goes down really quick if you don't like upgrade it in like skill trees but that robot yeah the robot would get shot but it takes a while for them to go down plus there's a lot of problems that they can just solve whereas you would have to like oh i need to you know upgrade this level of skill to unlock this lock the robot will just be like no and like you're in there yeah it's like yeah yeah it makes sense it's like it makes sense to have that companion with you it's very you know smart damn i like games with multiple endings you know because it really does say hey the power is in your hands the ending you get is entirely on you your choices do matter in that regard oh i love those i love those games yeah and you get your games like um what's by david cage you get like your heavy rain detroit become human you play any of those i mean like uh, i haven't i haven't played heavy rain yeah i've heard i've heard a lot of things about that game yeah you've seen the memes uh, jason jason <laughs> Dude. i have i swear that guy only recorded like three lines of that like three times of that and then said screw it just play it on a loop then i'm not saying jason 10 times over and that's why you just have jason jason Jason, and just play that shit on loop. Just, oh damn, it's bad, dude. Just, oh man, it's um, they, they said like if you want to have fun playing a David Cage game, cause like he has you doing some meaningless shit. Like there'll be a moment and like we are playing this dad and he'll be like um objective uh put your clothes on, uh next objective go brush your teeth, next objective like uh, go take out the trash or something like that yeah welcome to being a dad like dude like i didn't i didn't pay like 500 rand to play a dad simulator man like let's get into the story can the kid get kidnapped yet so he can get rolling shit so yeah once the story finally gets going like i remember a calvin like and he told me that he played the game and he was like yeah i remember seeing that you had to like draw lines and stuff like because dude is an architect. And I'm just thinking like, dude, that's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> like, we, I get it. In a story, you need to establish what the dude's life was like before the traumatic event happened. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I want to play every, like, each thing. I don't want to draw buildings and take out the trash. I take out the trash in reality. Just... <laughs> Oh, dude. dude, I kid you not. The taking out the trash is in like every David Cage game. In Detroit Become Human, when you play this Android, one of the tasks you have to do is take out the freaking trash. Just. Dude, can we get to the Android uprising already? Why are you showing me this? Why am I preparing a meal and actually like teaching this kid like with schoolwork and shit? Can we get on with it, man? But yeah. I give him props though. These games are funny as hell when you miss some of the QTEs on purpose. <laughs> no, because in any other game, you botch a QTE, you have to like restart the level. You die, whatever. 
But in these games, you bunch a QTE, the game keeps going. And it's hilarious. They're like, oh, fuck it, let's just keep moving. Dude, I mean, there's this moment where you're, like, chasing a guy down the street. And, you know, you have to, like, if you play everything right, you'll duck between this crowd. You'll slide on this roof of this car. You'll duck. Like, you'll, like, hop over this, like, like block of ice he sent to stop you. But if you just, like, put the controller down and watch everything play out, you're bumping into it's people. Like, you get hit by the car. You're slipping on like, ice. <laughs> Dude, it's hilarious, man. You gotta look... Like, Heavy Rain QTE fails. It's it's hilarious, dude. <laughs> the, there's a chicken in there. Like, what the fuck? Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what the... Because normally when you, play, when you play through it normally, by the time, like, you know, the, the chicken comes into play, you've, like, already made it past. But because you botched everything, you've, like, slowed down a bit. So by the time you get to that level, and then, like, you're running past... And he's knocked a guy over. This crate of chickens fall over, and your guy runs into it, and you just are like, bah, 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 bah. Just... <laughs> what the hell? This tense chase scene just turns into like, I don't know. It turns into like a Kevin Hart movie all of a sudden. Just, oh, dude. what the fuck? For real, man. Like I'm not even, <laughs> dude. Oh man, that's. That would be a great movie, though. Like, Kevin Hart playing a cop, hunting down rogue androids and shit. Chasing him through a grocery store, tripping over ice and the chicken flying out of nowhere. Oh. Man. Oh, good old, good old David Cage and his quick type events. There's a... (laughs) Oh, my God. I just remembered one. This quick, this one quick time event where nothing bad happens. You know, all that happens is that, you know, the action just loops. But, like, the loop itself and the noise that the characters are making implies something else is going on. Because there's a scene, oh, yeah. a scene in uh, The Order 1886, which isn't really a game. It's more like... A very, very long cutscene. But yeah, there's this like QTEs thrown in every now and then. There's this one at the beginning where the guys are trying to arrest you. And you're like bent over. Uh, uh, you're like bent over like a well that they've been dumping your face in. And the guy tries to arrest you, but you struggle. And you have to like like tap a button to like struggle completely. Like your other arm. Because like, the thing is, if you don't, it looks, if you just leave it. And the guy's like, uh, 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 uh. He, he's like hunched over this thing with like one arm fist forward. And the one guy's trying to grab his arm like right behind him. But he's got his other arm and he's like leaning forward, like uh, uh, trying to reach, backing up, then resetting, uh, uh, reaching back. It's like, what the I know they didn't plan that. They didn't plan you to just leave it there idling. But dude, this looks so wrong. Just... Oh. I I love those scenes in, in in games. Like this is fucked up, but I I find it funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, gaming's video games. The our happy medium. What what what? You haven't played any in a yeah. while. No God of War, no... What's his name? Nothing. Damn. 
Might have been Tetris, I've, man. I've, You're... Not even... I mean, I've played Darkest Dungeon, which is like this... It's, it's a very... It's a resource-based uh, game where you have to navigate through a dungeon and basically it's so, like, fucked up that your character... Um, like certain characters like of yours go insane and stuff like that so you have to create like a hospital where they can go and get treatment and it's like this eldritch game and my friend and i were like the only reason i play it is because you know he got me into it i'm like this is interesting i don't play it i play it whenever the lights go out like two hours i sit there my headphones in and i just play this game I'm just vibing out. Then I put in like, okay, I'll finish this dungeon now. Like the lights came back on, and I'll put the thing away. Mm. Uh, it's not like I sit down and game. I haven't done that in years. Yeah, but firstly, like it's been, like there'll be several. Like there'll be. I remember when I was at a TP. Like that would be like a full on like week where I don't game because. I mean, I got, like, I got Xbox, I got the games and everything, but, like, there's just, there's no time. There's no time, like, because, you know, when you get home, it's like, you gotta eat, and then once you're done eating, you gotta get back into, like, because you got some stuff to do to prepare for the next day, and there's no time yeah. to do anything. It's like, you just, eventually, you just let it leave it there, gathering dust. Um, which I don't recommend, by the way. Instead of just leaving it on your table gathering dust, put it back in the box or something. Because if you leave it there, like, dust gets in. Or worse, cockroaches get in. And, like, they just love crawling into random fucking crevices. So just, like, don't just leave it out there exposed. Like, put it away somewhere. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I totally get that. Yeah, that's straight up what happened to me, dog. That's why I had to get a new Xbox, because... Like, I went to take uh, the other one to get fixed. And they told me that they initially thought, oh, it must have been, like, water damage. But then they opened it up, and they found uh, live cockroaches inside. And I was like, live? Like, living? Not even like they crawled in there and they died. Like, nah, they crawled in there, and they, just, they were still in there when, like, you went to take it in. So I'm like, god damn. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, just... That's a bit fucked. That is fucked. Was like, so I asked him, like, so, like, you fixed it, right? No, dude. Like, it's, it's like, seriously bad. Like, they got in there. They, like, chewed up bits of wiring and shit. They, like, and when, you know, when the thing would turn on, like, it would get, like, hot. And it would, it would like, you know, it, the wiring, not wiring, like, the fan would, like, whir in there. It would crush them and... That's when they're like, oh, that's why they thought it was water damage, because, like, the guts and whatever were smeared all over the stuff. As small as they were, it eventually added up, and it did damage. So it's like, sorry, you, that's never going to work again. It's dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, like, something where you're like, fuck me. Uh, it's like... Like, why did this have to happen? Yeah, like, why did this have to happen? Because it's avoidable. You, you 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 ask that like damn why did this have to happen when it's something you could have avoided it's always when it's something avoidable yeah. like it's never a thing where you're like oh this was going to happen anyway no it's always something where it's like damn i could this could have been avoided you know just oh well yeah exactly yeah the devil man the um 
the just oh my good old video games i'm just in there like you haven't played anything like aside from the you know hospital thing i'm like oh yeah by the way that uh that game you bought up with like you have like a sanity meter it reminds me of um the thing that's that's not me not knowing the name it's the name of the video game the video game called the thing it's technically a sequel to the movie the thing like john carpenter's the thing from back in the day you're like this like okay. military guy looking into the disappearance of this crew at a research station and you like you command this squadron you can mm-hmm. give them orders it's like you know go check it out or like open fire on that area or like come back shit like that you have like a medic a mechanic yeah. and you know the guy with the big gun it's basically a typical squad game except yeah. there's uh, a sanity meter and the, no no it's a oh, trust oh yeah yeah meter. same thing yeah. yeah 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 it's like that and if your men are like they're, they're freaking the fuck out if they if because the, the stuff that's going on if your men like they freak the fuck out when they encounter like the monsters that that killed these research people if they freak out too bad they're gonna like lose it and they're gonna be you're not gonna be able to use them and they're not going to be able to perform their specific duties. Or they could, like, flip... If they if they could freak out and they could just start shooting everybody. Because, like, well, they don't trust you or whatever. So you have to not only take on, like, monsters and shit. But you need to keep your crew in check. And you need to test them every now and again to make sure they are not the thing. Or they haven't been corrupted by the thing. Because... It's like, oh, yeah, because yeah, the thing is, if you do that, like, you have to take the risk that, oh, your men are going to lose faith in you. It's like, what? You don't trust that I'm human? Like, you, oh, you want me to do the thing? Like, fuck it. I'll do the thing. But, like, you know, I don't trust you anymore. If they lose trust in you completely, they'll just ditch you. Like, they'll just ditch you, like, mid-fight or whatever. If they don't trust you, they won't listen to commands or whatever. If you don't have... The, uh, there's ways you can find out if a dude is the thing... If you have this uh, blood testing, you can test his blood and like put it near something hot. If it explodes, it's like, here's a thing. And then he'll immediately transform and you'll have a boss battle right then and there. Even if it doesn't matter when it happens, it could happen at any moment. You do a blood test at any moment. Anyone That's guys could... crazy. Exactly. It, you're always on edge. You're always on edge. But like, if you don't have a test, you can find out if guys are thinking about like, straight up asking him. And he's like, nah. And if you don't trust him, like, there'll be, the manual tells you, like, there'll be, like, signs or whatever. And if you don't believe dude is who he says he is, you can, like, point a gun in his fucking face. His trust will go down. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, it'll, his, like, dude, his, his level of trust will go down. But if you, like, hold it long enough, the thing will expose itself. But if he's not a thing, he's just gonna start shooting. <laughs> so it's, it's like it's not just a horror game where you gotta go around shooting stuff. There's a lot of like, like resource management and team building and planning and just there's more to it than you think. And it's just a lot of fun, you know. I enjoyed the segments where you had people by your side far more than I enjoyed the segments where you were where I was by myself and just roaming the ways. Cause yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, it's just, you know, it's the, I'm not usually of those kinds of games, you know, about resource management. I wanted to ask you, um, in terms of those resource management games, uh, where you have to, like, like, you found this weapon, but there's not enough space in your inventory. You got to get rid of some stuff. You know, you like games like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, it makes it interesting that you have to think about certain things that most games take for granted. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I've, I agree. Like, I vibe with that. But um, there's just something about the idea that in a game like Grand Theft Auto or Saints Row, you can just walk up and whip out a rocket launch or a shotgun at will. Whereas in a game like Red Dead or Deus Ex, you only have the weapons you carry with you. And, you know, if you want to use another weapon, you have to drop the weapon you have now. That, I... Like, it's very realistic. I appreciate the realism. But at times it can take a bit of the fun out of it you know like it can but it's like it adds to the element of it as well yeah it does plus it forces you to be smart with your weapon choices like yeah yeah because it's like okay do i toss out my four health packs to make room for this big gun or can i continue on without this weapon you know like you have to think, you know, like, is it worth the give or the take, you know? Yeah. Plus, yeah. not just that, you also have to pick, like, what do I get rid of right now? What do I not need? Yeah. I don't know about... No, those yeah, those I don't games know. are fun. Yeah, they are. Like, I don't know about you, but when I play those games, for some reason, I always keep the first gun I, I get in the entire game. Like... It's a piece of shit. By the end of the game, it's a piece of shit compared to the other weapons. But yeah, like, it's just, you just keep it. You know, like, I don't know why, but it's just there. I always hold on to it. Always. You know, like, it's just there in the inventory, taking up space, but it's not going anywhere. It's there. It's the first gun you ever had. Just, oh, wow. I've, uh, I haven't been a first gun kind of guy. Yeah. But I totally get that. Dude, the world we live in. I remember. Did I ever tell you about the, the, the Resident Evil like ash cheek thing? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, okay, that was someone else. I found out that um, apparently, um, I'm like, okay, we've come a long way in terms of graphics in video games, right? So. Yeah. Apparently, it turns out that if the the Resident Evil Village, like the latest Resident Evil game, it turns out that the amount of polygons that go into making one of Lady Dimitres, you know who that is, the tall lady with the hat, like the amount of yeah. polygons that go into making Lady Dimitres butt cheek is the same amount of polygons that went into making an entire character back in like the PS2 era Resident Evil games. Like, that's how... It's like, that's how... Yeah, we've, we've, like, dude, like, technology's moved, man. Dude. It's like... That means, like, one Chris Redfield is, like, one of this woman's ass cheeks. Like, just the amount of processing <laughs> power. Just... <laughs> I mean, have you seen her? I mean, it makes sense. Dude, I mean... Yeah. Just... 
Oh shit! Like I've if you seen the mods, like people be people get freaky out here, man. Like, yeah, I mean, makes sense. People are down bad. People are down devious, straight up. Just... Yeah, there's plenty of people that are like, like, oh man, I would let this woman step on me. Like, just I don't get that. I don't get people who are like step on me. Like, what? Step on you? What? What's that? What's that about, man? Like. Oh, you have a thing for tall women or you just have a thing for like shoes in your face is that <clears throat> I have a thing for tall women yeah me too what yeah I mean the girl's tall damn damn she my little mountain come here yeah and like I don't care how many times you say my eyes are up here you can never truly say I'm like looking at your boobs. They're at my eye level, lady. I can't not look at them. Just. I mean, know. it's a great excuse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. So yeah, this is definitely. I mean, Resident Evil has changed over the years. You know, like um, it's certainly gotten better now that we're on the X. It's on like the Xbox One generation. It's certainly gotten better with the the remakes. And uh, the sequels, those those have been pretty good. <clears throat> Personally, um, the movie is not so much. Let me just say that the movie is not so much. This, I mean, the other which is great and all, but like that last one. Ugh. I haven't I haven't seen any, so. Yeah, you're probably better off if you're gonna see any of them. Watch the first two, and then just check out. It does not get better from there. You know, like, yeah. Really? For real, dude. Like, watch those first two and then check out. You're not missing anything. For real, man. You're not missing anything. I mean, like, they go to the desert and then they're up in the mountains and then they're, you know, they're fighting. Like, I don't know, man. It's just, thing is, you, thing is, in the first one, it's inspired by like the first video game at like the Spencer Mansion or whatever, and there's like this underground lab full of zombies, and there's the liquor and you know there's all that shit. Like okay, that's good, that's good. That's an adaptation. It's not adapting the source material as much as it is inspired by Resident Evil. You know, it's like okay, it's yeah. a Resident Evil game. It has all the core aspects solid. You know, zombies and all umbrella and all that. The second one is like, okay, we're adopting the second game now. The, is it second or third? I think it's the third, because like this, it's like Raccoon City. It's like, oh, okay, sure, sure, sure. It's good. Oded Fair is in this movie. Um, he was the, he was the guy in The Mummy. He was like the... The Magi, the Magi from The Mummy, he was, like, that guy. Like, yeah, he's in this movie. Okay. And he's cool as fuck. I'm like, don't get me wrong, he was cool in The Mummy, but I'm like, he's cool as fuck in this movie. Like, they, it feels like in the 2000s, there was a concerted effort to, like, make him an action hero. Like, just, he's, like, dual-wielding handguns, and there's a line he has in the... <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, I'm not even kidding. Like, there's a line in the, the movie where he's, like, he's talking about, like... They, uh, the umbrella shut the gates on them and someone asked him what's going on why'd they do this he turns and it's like because we're expendable assets and we've just been expended and he walks away like damn, damn. 
damn. Oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, like, the dude was cool, and they were like, yo, this is the guy. I mean, like, we're going to make him the guy. He's not even the main character, but, like, damn, he may as well be. <laughs> shit. But, yeah, dude. Oh, it's a good movie. Um, Omar Epps is, like, the comic relief in this movie. He, uh, you know, like, Nemesis is this... Uh, wait, do you know Resident Evil lore? Like, you know Nemesis is... Dog, I've never even played oh, a right, 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 game. Okay. I guess not. So, Nemesis is this robot... Uh, not a robot, he's... um, He's... A zombie. He's not a zombie because he's still alive. He's. I mean, technically, none of them are zombies because they're still alive. They're just infected. But like, damn, like this is hard to define, dude. He's this hulking beast of a being, who walks around with a rocket launcher, blowing shit up, and he's being controlled by Umbrella. His orders are to go in and kill the the stars. The stars is this like special forces team operating within Raccoon City. That's his thing. He goes in, kill the stars, you know, uh, you know, just do whatever the fuck we say. He's this, this killing machine. Yeah, that's his thing. So he comes in, and in the video games, he's massive. He's a tall, hulking monstrosity, and in the movie, he's he's a, he's a tall guy, but it's like. You know, he's not he's not as tall as he should be, you know. He's tall but like Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not as tall as he should be. I get it. No ordinary human is that tall, but like you could have given guy like some boots or something, you know, like 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 thick soles or whatever. But whatever. So like he comes in and Omar Epps is hiding out with these guys, the stars. He's not one of the stars. And Nemesis comes in with a machine gun and he kills all these motherfuckers with a Gatling gun. Except Omar Epps. Like, his aim is that good. He can kill all of them, but somehow has to shoot around Omar Epps. And he's, like, standing there. He's like, yo, respect, man. Like, I, I got no beef with you. And Nemesis just, like, turns and walks away. Like, in the in the blooper reel, like, the scene plays out exactly the same. Like, respect, man. And the guy walks away. And then Omar Epps keeps going. He's like... Yeah, you wanna go to war? Eh? Where you going? Eh? You wanna go to war? Thank you to war, okay? Like just, oh, dude, he's freaking hilarious, dude. Like, I get it. His role, he's he's the the funny black guy, but dude, he nails it so well that it's barely like a cliche, man. I'm like, dude, why would you hire him if he's not the funny black guy? I mean, exactly. Yeah, this is um, this is some weirdly. There's moments in this movie. This movie's not a comedy, but there's moments where it's like, uh, oh, <laughs> like just dumb humor. Like when Omar Epps is in the school and he's like looking for this little kid. He opens the door to this cupboard and he's like, like as the door opens, he's like, whoa, oh, and like the, the classroom skeleton falls out. He's like, whoa, whoa. oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Like. Because you'd assume it would be a fucking zombie or something, but it's like, nope, it's just like the skeleton was leading as the door. It's like, well, uh, oh, um, okay. It just keeps going like, <laughs> okay, see what you did there. But yeah, dude, like just that, those first two movies are good. You can ignore the rest of them. 
you don't have to check in. That way, you don't have to hear Mila Jovovich at the beginning of every fucking movie say, my name is Alice, and this is my story. Like, I know narration, but this is not narration. Like, who are you talking to? Who... Like what? Who and why do you have to keep reintroducing yourself every freaking movie? My name is Alice. This is my story. Just ah, the one sequel shows like her talking into a camcorder, but like okay, this is okay. The, but then, but then we're over that. Like we should be over that, right? Yeah. Like why? Also, why do you keep reintroducing yourself each time? Like why? My name is Alice. This is my movie. Dude, if this is one singular tape on, like, one singular camcorder, then surely the person watching this knows your name is Alice from the first time you said it. They're not gonna, you know, like, it's not like there's a bunch of tapes scattered all over the world and they're, like, collecting yeah. them to find out the thing. You know, I'm not gonna lie, that would work. That could work as a movie. Like, you know, uh, someone's trying to find out the source of the freaking outbreak and the only source of info they have is these tapes scattered all over the U.S. or something. That could work as a movie. Unfortunately, it's not this movie. But this franchise in the movies gets absurd after the second one. Like, Alice has this army of badass ninja clones. It's like, Umbrella's been trying to clone Alice for years. There's like a landfill full of dead Alice clones. I'm just like, what the hell is going on? What I thought this was I thought this was like a franchise about zombies and surviving the apocalypse. Well, why are there like a dozen Alice clones and they're all like the ones like and she can control the ones that are left and they're all like badass ninja assassins with ponytails, dual wielding machine guns and shit. Like and, uh, just... When did this stop making sense? Yes, when did this stop making sense? And where is everyone else? That's the thing, like, because it's Resident Evil, so you're like, okay, it's established, oh, Leon Kennedy exists, Jill Valentine exists, there's Wesker and them, and they're like, okay, you know the characters you like from the video games? They're there, they're just not the main character. They're there, but, like, they exist in service of this character that I My name is out. Alice, yes. but this is not their story. <laughs> Dude, I mean, like, they show up, there's this badass scene in, I think, Resident Evil Extinction. I don't know for sure, because, like, they all have different secondary titles, and they're confusing, but whatever. At the end, it's like, thing is, this movie sets up an awesome movie that never comes. I'm not even joking. Like, the second to last one sets up an awesome movie that never happens. Because at the end, it's all of them, and they're like, this is humanity's last stand the virus has spread and like humanity is taking one last stand and they're at the the roof of the white house and they're all are like armored up awaiting like ready to open fire and there's a horde of zombies coming toward them and like the last stand for humanity begins here and that's the end of the movie i'm like fuck the next movie is gonna be dope Man, this is gonna be dope. Humanity, one last stand, fighting at the White House with all the characters from the video games there too. This is gonna be sick. And the movie opens on, oh yeah, um, one year later, uh, there were, the battle's over, everybody's dead, except Alice. You know, she's crawling out of a fallout shelter. Like, what the fuck? Why? 
why you had such a cool setup and you're like nah screw it fast forward one year everyone's dead you know though though yeah the end the end no 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 that's not the ending that's the opening of the last movie then they they explain in fucking dialogue that oh yeah um you know fucking annoying like dialogue dialogue in movies is like no yes you filling in the gaps with fucking dialogue that yeah uh that last stand yeah it failed everyone died so they had to detonate a bomb to blow the whole place up alice took shelter and uh, now now we're here you know like just oh dude really you had this cool setup you had this amazing setup from the last movie and you just went nah nah we're not gonna do that it's like how x-men 2 ended with like uh gene sacrificing herself and then at the last scene of the movie you saw like it was looking at alkali lake and you could see like the phoenix like an image of like the phoenix thing under the water and then it cuts to black and you're like all right surely x-men 3 is gonna do the phoenix saga right right and brett ratner nah we're gonna do the mutant cure story you know Phoenix Saga is going to happen in the background. You know, just... Why, dude? Like, it's such a cool setup. And you just went, nah. The story is way better. The story I got is way better. You know, there's a cure. And people want it. But this side of the... But the mutants are like, no. Like, just... Okay, sure. You could, I get it. I'm not hamping on the cure story. The cure story is an interesting story. Just not now. Not for the third movie and the thing. Like, save that for, like, the end end, you know? Yeah, like, that's the last movie. Yeah. Oh, shit. You can't have... I hate superhero movies do this, where, like, the character gets their power in the first movie, and then in the second movie, they're, like, trying to get rid of it. Because... It happens everywhere. It happens to Spider-Man. It happens to the Hulk. It happens to... Like, no, Spider-Man, he never wanted it to happen. It just sort of organically happened. No, I get it. But like, that was like the, dude, the Spider-Man equivalent of ED. So, I mean, yeah. I get it, but dude, come on, man. You've only had one movie. You had one prior movie, and now you're like, man, these powers are ruining my life. I can't, I can't deal with this, man. Like, just... One movie, dude. Come on, man. Ah, uh, weak. Like that's weak, man. Like weak. even Fantastic yeah, Four had this shit. Race. The Fantastic Four had this shit where they were like, "There's like maybe like Reed was thinking about you know now that he's getting married, like maybe he would no longer be a part of the Fantastic Four. I'm like, you can't seriously be thinking that. You've only been doing this for like what? You haven't even been doing this that long, so." Why are you already thinking about quitting? It just... It doesn't make sense. Everyone just does that shit. It doesn't make sense. The whole, oh, there's a cure thing. There's a way to reverse what happened. No, 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 wait. It was in the first movie. (laughs) Didn't even make it to the damn second movie. Damn. Yeah, it was right at the end of the first movie, wasn't it? Yeah, where he was like, I've built a machine and it can cure us. And I'm like, what the... Bro, you haven't even had these powers like a year. Your powers aren't even that bad. 
I can understand like Ben being the guy wanting the cure. Yeah, I can ben, get that. Yeah, Ben being the guy wanting the cure makes a lot more sense yeah. than you. But the rest of them, like, you don't need a cure. You can just not use your powers. Same thing with Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. The same thing with Spider-Man. In the comics, he whips up a cure to rid himself of his powers. And I'm just like, dude, you can just not web people. You can just not climb buildings. You can just go about your life. You don't need a cure. Like, like Ben Grimm, he is like, he needs yeah. like a cure to like live a normal life, essentially. Yeah, I can see that. And even in the Hulk. With the Hulk, I especially can see that. He doesn't want to turn into a green rage monster whenever he gets excited. So I can see why he'd want a cure. But Reed and Peter Parker and them, they can just live normal lives. It's really not a big deal. Unless you're a character like the Ghost Rider who turns, you know, every night in the presence of evil. Then it's like, okay, I can see why you'd want to cure that shit. That's... Yeah, it's not something you'd want to keep doing. You'd have to... And you're like the em- you're like an emissary of Mephisto. Like, yeah, every night. To- like, just, nah, you'd, you'd, you'd be miserable if you did that. Even if it didn't happen every night, you'd still be miserable knowing that you do that. But, yeah. Oh. Fucking, it's an epidemic. It's in Ghost Rider. It's in Fantastic Four. It's in Venom. Like, dude... 